Danny Kruger. Thank you, Mr. Speaker. Does my right honourable friend share my deep concern about the decision of PayPal, the online payments company, to cancel the accounts of certain organisations, including uh, us for them who campaigned against the COVID lockdowns, and perhaps most ironically the Free Speech Union, who appear to have been targeted because of their views on sex and gender? As we move towards a cashless economy, these companies form part of the essential infrastructure of, uh, of ordinary life. And will the government take steps to ensure that they cannot discriminate against individuals or organisations on the basis of perfectly legal political views? So the, the honourable gentleman may have uh, further information than, than I do about why the that PayPal had cancelled uh, the account and that facility from the organisations that he mentions. But from what I understand, um, the Free Speech Union and other organisations are also still in the dark about exactly why they have uh, had those services removed from them, um, despite making great efforts to find out. And I think this is a common theme amongst our casework for many members in this House, whether it's cancelling contracts, uh, whether it is uh, uh, trying to get a, a, an error resolved with firms. It is very difficult for people to speak directly to someone to try and get a situation resolved or make a decision about uh, reorganising how they're going to in, in the case that he raises, uh, make those payments. I think that that is a very good uh, topic for a debate, and I would encourage honourable members who are concerned about customer services in some of these organisations to, uh, to bring it forward uh, and ask for a debate in the usual way. That was Danny Kruger MP challenging the latest censorship of the war on free speech as it continues as PayPal starts to limit the activities of dissenting voices. So today's episode is entitled Why PayPal is Not a Pal of Free Speech. My name is Dan Aston Gregory. In today's episode, we're going to take an examination about what's going on uh, and why uh, PayPal has reached the headlines in the last few days. So it seems that now you can be deplatformed for rallying against the notion of deplatforming, or so it seems from the latest news of the ever-growing blacklist that is not just big tech platforms such as YouTube and Facebook and Twitter who are censoring dissenting voices, but financial services companies like PayPal, which uh, in the last few weeks has begun to remove its services from dissenting voices. And this includes UK-based Free Speech Union, founded by Toby Young and his online publication, The Daily Skeptic, which, like myself, has taken a strong uh, uh, skeptic view on what's occurred over the last couple of years. Now, Toby Young was notified last week that all three of his accounts, including his personal PayPal, were for the chop. And the reason given was due to alleged breaches of its acceptable use policy. Now, if you read the terms and conditions, these acceptable use policies are primarily concerned with illegal or dodgy financial dealings. Um, but if you read the small print, you'll also see that uh, the terms prohibit use that relates to the promotion of hate, violence, racial or other forms of intolerance. And what's increasingly obvious in the world that we're living in right now, this idea of hate speech is becoming increasingly vague and that it seems to encompass anything that goes against the mainstream narratives. This truly is a real threat to our free speech. And the irony that the free speech union has been deplatformed by PayPal 
should send shockwaves around those who stand for a liberal world, uh, a free and liberal world. And the good news is, to some degree, it has, as you saw there at the opening clip, uh, an MP standing up in the House of Commons, although the conversation was largely around how to get through to these uh, organisations to get word on why their accounts have been closed down. Of course, it's more important not only to understand why they've been closed down, but look at the principles itself. Now, it's not just Toby Young and the Daily Skeptic and the Free Speech Union who have recently had their accounts removed. This news follows the story a fortnight ago that PayPal was also withdrawing its services for us for them. Us for them are a children's rights group who have also challenged pandemic policy over the last couple of years. And they were also informed that their account would be closed down due to the nature of their activities. And you can see here there's a common thread amongst some of these groups, those who challenge the lockdown and pandemic storylines. It seems that PayPal have made a decision that they will follow the grand narratives. Now, us for them, uh, who we featured on the show, the pandemic podcast over the last couple of years, several times, uh, the group originally decided to not go public with what had happened with PayPal for fear of inviting further damaging consequences the way groups like these uh, are treated in the media. But once they discovered that other groups, including Toby Young's Free Speech Union, the Daily Skeptic and other organizations were also being curtailed by PayPal, then they decided to go to the media with their story. And thank goodness that they did because they've been integral in bringing this story to the headlines. And I'm going to show you a few articles now because it's really important to recognize that this has actually raised uh, awareness of some of the challenges that we are witnessing here. You can see um, here in the Times, PayPal forced to backtrack in clash over free speech. We can also see um, the um, story from the Express, PayPal accused of financial bullying in free speech row. We can also see um, in the mail that Michael Gove, amongst other ministers, are stating that we need to hold PayPal to account for abruptly cancelling accounts of free speech campaigners. We've also seen in recent days that prominent celebrities and others are closing down their account. Matt Letizia has closed down his PayPal account. Jack Dee's closed down his pay PayPal account. All of these stories are making mainstream uh, media headlines, which is actually, for once, uh, really positive news that these things are being covered. Um, that said, um, it's, it's, it's a very important time to really challenge some of these bigger issues. Now, I mentioned that us for them uh, were initially reluctant about going public. Uh, it's clear that other organizations have been affected by this in recent days. Law or Fiction, the UK Medical Freedom Alliance. Again, all of these have taken hard stance on lockdown policies over the recent years. So therefore, it's extremely concerning to note how um, these Decisions are politically motivated. Yeah, they, are, they are taking politically orientated subject matter and what should be an independent financial organization is intervening in the, the livelihoods, the uh, working practices of these organizations because it somehow offends the wishes and desires of PayPal. However, uh, it's no secret that PayPal has always been somewhat of a 
woke company, more aligned with the kind of progressive uh, way of thinking. Now, any organization and its leaders should be within their own rights, of course, to have their own political beliefs. But unless you're clearly stating from the outset that your, pol your, your product is for certain types of people, you know, if you're creating tools for Democrats, for instance, or tools for Republicans, it doesn't matter which political sway you have. It just happens in this instance that PayPal have taken over the years a strong uh, stance on conservative voices and now uh, dissenting voices when it comes to the pandemic or those standing up for free speech. That shouldn't be a problem if you are transparent, explicit about those services. But this, this, this is a worrying concern for mainstream big tech platforms. We've seen all kinds of erosion of free speech, cancel culture, deplatforming on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, any, it's, you know, it's, it's got political, it is across the political lines, it's, it's across viewpoints when it comes to the pandemic, it's across every major global narrative. And these big tech players who own the majority of the market are able to determine uh, what we consume as consumers. And that is, that is the most frightening part now, for years, PayPal have engaged in financial censorship, banning users based upon solely ideological differences. And invariably, because of their own political leanings, they've typically gone across those on the right. And I'm, you know, I'm looking at this from an independent commentator. I don't care if you're a left wing or right, think, right wing by political leanings, if those things even matter anymore. But what I do care about is companies like this intervening in ways that should be uh, distinct from the political spectrum. Um, so PayPal are intervening in subject matters um, that are widely political. Um, and looking back to 2021, it's clear that PayPal have started to increase the pressure on, um, on politically orientated groups. They partnered with the hyper-partisan Anti-Defamation League in 2021 uh, to decide, help the Americans decide what they get to read online, um, uh, and that's now become a global problem under the current leadership of PayPal. And really, PayPal has turned into a political arm of the progressive left. And again, if you're a member of the progressive left, that's wonderful news for you. Anyone else who is not, uh, we are dealing with companies that are intervening in the democratic process, they're inter intervening with democracy, they're intervening with free speech, and that should raise alarm bells no matter where you sit on the political spectrum. Now, the good news in this case, as we've seen um, in the headlines, is that politicians have started raising their voices, mainstream media, celebrities. A campaign began over the weekend, which started a hashtag on Twitter, boycott PayPal. And it appears to have already started to make a difference. We can already report that PayPal uh, have, according to The Times, uh, accepted that they were overzealous and they've reinstated the us for them paypal account although no explanation or apology was ever provided unsurprisingly and needless to say us for them will be moving their accounts elsewhere anyway as many of us will also be doing now the story of us for them the free speech union amongst others um as i stated has touched a nerve amongst parliamentarians celebrities media and others and Together launched, uh, the Together Group launched a new campaign this week. Um, 42 different parliamentarians have now um, written to 
um, uh, Jacob Rees-Morgan, Secretary of State for Business, Energy and Industrial Strategy, and Andrew Griffin as Financial Secretary to the Treasury to express their concerns. In doing so, they've urged uh, uh, the, 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 these key members of the British um, government to request that the Financial Conduct Authority and the Prudential Regulation Authorities address PayPal's ability to impose these types of private economic sanctions and to look at whether legislative safeguards are needed to protect individuals and groups. So this has provoked a wider conversation, which is really important because this is clearly a trend that we've witnessed not only through the pandemic, but prior to the pandemic, and it's, it's, it's worsening. Um, so there does need to be some sort of legal ramification for this type of activity. And maybe this is something that will help turn the tide on the war against free speech. Um, but it's become entirely evident that not only is uh, free speech under threat, uh, it's driven by a powerful ideological set of forces that is backed by many of the individuals and organizations who support the World Economic Forum and the Great Reset. So there's a lot of there's a lot of might behind this kind of flattening of dissenting voices, which uh, is ideologically driven, politically driven, narrative driven, um, which is 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 of a much deeper concern because this 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 stems far beyond free speech into other areas. And it's 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 something that we plan to bring a lot more content that will address these issues, raising awareness of some of these agendas that are playing out in real time. And we can start to highlight what can be done. Now, in the meantime, many of us who are using tools like PayPal and other platforms where there is possible alternatives, it's time to really start to look for those alternatives right now in the world of um, YouTube, YouTube, social media, etc. There are tools like Rumble and other platforms that offer some alternative to the mainstream um, video platforms, but still they're not at the level that these these incumbents provide. But in the financial world, there is a whole new wave of developments. And I'm sure um, big tech will come under threat by newcomers, new challenges and innovators who want to preserve the foundations of free speech and democracy. And I believe that this is a very beginning of a pushback, uh, a much bigger and broader, longer term pushback that's not purely political, but more fundamental to our rights and freedoms. Now, in the meantime, there is no better time than now to learn about how to navigate the financial reset that's unfolding in front of our very eyes, understand how to um, explore the different financial and digital assets that are emerging that can help you um, mitigate against some of the things that are happening right now. But with so much noise and hyperbole, not to mention scams out there, there really is a need to shine a light on in an accessible manner what can be done in order to navigate these interesting times where, where, where a lot of the, the, the incumbent um, um, technologies out there that are challenging the status quo uh, can be quite confusing, whether that's crypto, blockchain and other digital assets. Um, so we've actually put together a digital course to help you make more informed financial decisions and avoid becoming a victim of scammers and the volatilities of the market. We partnered with uh, a gentleman called Sam, who's worked with us uh, inside the Elevate Network on delivering a three-hour presentation recently, which, which is one of our most well-attended events yet. The feedback has been incredible. And he's going to be delivering a four-hour session now with our uh, network, which will cover years of research, giving a holistic view that pulls no punches, but gives you a powerful overview of crypto, blockchain, and other digital assets um, so that you can start to figure out how you can hedge the coming financial reset 
and get your head around the fundamentals, which is going to be really key. So you can join us in the course that's taking place on Tuesday, the 4th of October. You'll be able to learn how to navigate these digital assets, but more importantly, learn how to prosper through these turbulent times. So I invite you to go over to our, uh, our course website at uh, danastongregory.com forward slash digital assets, and you can read all about the course. It's an inexpensive course. It's only 20 pounds to take part in the course. Sam has spent years developing this content. It's an incredibly well-structured uh, program over four hours where you get to answer your questions over three different modules, the history of Bitcoin, blockchain technology, how to invest and store digital assets security securely, and how to build an empowered investment thesis, which is all about the mindset and understanding how you can become empowered to, to understand all of this different information that's that's uh, emerging so rapidly now. Uh, so I invite you to go to um, danassengregory.com forward slash um, digital assets to read about the course. If you're interested in learning more, you can go and find out about what we're doing there. Uh, but more importantly, this is a this is a conversation we need to be having. So watch this space. We're going to be releasing a lot more content on the Elevate podcast about the kind of agenda that's unfolding, whether it's the financial reset or the wider great reset. The, uh, there's a there's a heck of a lot of things happening out there right now that we need to be prepared for. So watch this space, and I hope you'll join us. Uh, on the 4th of October for four hours of impeccable knowledge. Thanks very much for tuning in. If you enjoyed this episode, please do share this episode. Please do hit the share button and subscribe. Join over 50,000 people who are regular um, viewers and listeners of the Elevate podcast. Uh, it's important that we break through the noise to get this information out there. So if you're not already on our mailing list, take a moment of your time just to go to uh, danastongregory.com forward slash podcast. And you can join our mailing list to make sure you keep up to date with various things that we're doing with our live events, our tour, our content. Uh, you'll be the first to hear what's going on. So it's danisongregory.com forward slash podcast. Mm -hmm.